Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Hello, we are back with the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Hello, Poppy. Welcome back. How are you? Well, um, you know, it's cool girl summer for me this summer. Uh, I tried to to go to the beach for Memorial Day and it rained every single day except for 20 minutes the uh, day before we left and it was funny to me because I was just like you know in my 20s I was like oh my gosh I'm so excited to go down you know it's bike weekend Um, you know just just sun for days and now that I'm you know a little bit older and wiser and you know uh, going to the beach to relax. It was sort of like, how appropriate. <laughs> man, it sounds like that Charlotte weather's following you around, man, or North Carolina weather. Yes, yes. I don't know the whole system. Uh, you know, with those wildfires in Canada, I wonder if that has something to do with it. But, um, you know, it got us to thinking tonight about uh, dating, of course, as the show wants to do, and girl in bro codes. Um, so, you know, something about not being able to go out and, you know, glisten in the sun, get you to thinking about some stuff. And, uh, I thought this was a great idea when you brought it up because, you know, I don't know if anybody's had this experience, but I certainly have about where your line in the sand is with your boundaries around dating. And when it comes to your friends, whether, you know, it's, you know, your exes, uh, friends or whether it's your own group, you know, whether it's your girl or guy friends, you know, what is it that is in your code as far as what you will and won't do? So I have to ask you first out, Poppy, who are you not willing to date and why as far as, you know, exes, friends, whatever? Well, I can tell you that um, obviously I, I have a I've had a lot of groups of friends uh, and a lot of friends of different backgrounds, friends from high school, new friends, old friends. Um, And I can tell you that there's certain codes that are consistent almost across the board when it comes to men for the most part. Uh Um, I think so. I would, I believe. I'm going to bust that myth. (laughs) All right. Well, we're, we're about to get into it. Uh, At least in my circles, um, Mm. with the guys that I'm close with, right. When when you call somebody a bro, that means that this guy is a, is a close friend, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, not a coworker or acquaintance, right. But like a close friend or somebody that, you know, the way I tell my friends, if I would fight for you, if I would, hit if i would if i would be willing to throw a punch or take a punch for you you're my bro you understand okay so how big is that circle would you say you know just to um, get a clear example of you know a boundary you know you might be on or you know off one or two three or four but i mean i would say you know probably my circle's probably you know there's probably I don't know, I'd say maybe 15 to 20 people that I, you know, could say, hey, I, I could inner I, circle uh-huh. that, that are part of my inner circle. Yes. OK. OK. Um, That's fair. And, uh, and you know, we're going to jump into this. And obviously, 
this is in no order, but this one to me stood out just from, you know, conversations that I've had with some of my buddies and mm -hmm. friends and just from the research that I did. Messing with exes. So ex-girlfriends and ex-wives, that is that is like bro code number one, basically. Mm -hmm. Like that is that's a no-go for a lot of guys and if a guy is willing to do that, it kind of tells you a lot about himself and his character, in my opinion. Uh, and I've actually been in that situation. And, um, so uh, out of high school, uh, this was back when I was still using AOL Messenger. Um, oh, wow. That's a, that's a yeah. blast from the past. This is a blast from the past. But when I was like freshly out of high school, a few years after I had graduated, um, one of my close buddies, uh, his ex-girlfriend added me on AOL messenger mm -hmm. and, you know, just, she started conversation. I just thought it was innocent, but then she was, she was, she took a shot and, and I told her I respectfully declined because I, I, I can't do that to my friend basically. Okay. Um, okay. Very honorable. She was, she was definitely trying to, she was definitely trying to get together. And she, um, you know, took her shot. And I said, look, I, I can't do that. You know, I'm not going to say who, because to this day, I've never told this person this story, um, my buddy. And, you know, he's not going to know. Yeah, we'll um, leave his name unmentioned out of the 20 in the circle. He will, all, he will be wondering now. <laughs> he will go unmentioned. But, yeah, I, I respectfully decline. And basically, I told her that, like, look. That just, to me, doesn't feel right. You know, he's a good friend of mine, and, you know, we're very close, and I just I just don't think that's right. And plus, in the back of my mind, I felt that there was maybe, um, you know, some hidden agenda with this as well, maybe trying to stick it to him or maybe trying to rub it in his face, so to speak, or being petty. So there's also that element as well. So I just didn't want to get caught up in any of that drama. So Absolutely, absolutely. I will say um, I got caught up in that, but not of my own making. So um, in this particular situation, uh, someone I had dated previously um, kind of circled back in my life uh, after I got divorced. Well, I did not know that this person and my ex had been friends in college because you know back then we didn't have social media right um, and i went in the early 90s so there were no cell phones so you know once we broke up uh after high school and whatnot then there was no contact Correct. and when this person circled back in my life um you know after my marriage ended um they had a real grudge about you know me yeah. having married who i married uh because apparently they had been friends but i had no knowledge of it and so um, that was one time where I felt like I got in a situation that really should have been between them as opposed to somebody having hard feelings with me. Because I was like, how was I supposed to know that? You know, and no, I agree. But it never came up, you know, because it's like and that's where I think um, if the question gets raised, like at what point? do you know and I don't know how they considered each other in terms of friendship how close or whatever you know it might have been closer at one time and then 
you know, you know, people go their separate ways after, you know, your time in school. So you don't, you know, you don't always stay close to the same people. People, you know, move in and out of your life, apparently. But, um, you know, is there ever like a time limit on, you know, it being acceptable to date an ex? Now, I'm thinking about all my girlfriends right now. My circle is not as big as yours as far as how many people are in it. But, um, you know, I think about relatives, too, in that sense as well. Like, I would not date relatives exes or friends exes either just because I just think it's too messy you know too much typically you know if you've heard everything that went wrong with them if you know if you knew about them uh, at at all you know what I'm saying like if I have any knowledge of y'all having a relationship there was somebody I was interested in and discovered he had dated you know a really good friend of mine and once I found that out, I just cut, you know, I cut ties because I was just like, mm, nope, you talked to one of my girls, not going to do that because she means more to me than, you know, any potential that this may have. There's nothing here and I'm not going to destroy a good relationship over, you know, because no matter what people say, like things may be over in that relationship, but you had feelings for that person and people can still be very territorial around, you know, who they used to date. Yeah, know, and on top of that, you know, it can, um, it can, you know, manifest some tension, uh, some ill will. Uh, and, you know, it, it could seem like you're trying to rub it in their face on top of that. So mm-hmm. uh, th- there's a lot messy. of that. Dy- yeah, it, it's just it's just got drama written all over it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it's more often than not that sort of stuff rarely goes smoothly. Uh, another one on my list because I have a big list of um, mm-hmm. of codes that men kind of tend to you know honor and consider um, you know with close friends. Another is don't mess with the media family, and obviously that would include you know aunts, mothers, sisters, like. That's just, it's just, a, that's a no-fly zone, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and in my circle. Um, and, you know, th- there's a few exceptions, right? Like, because I know my friends pretty well, there's a couple that I would be like, you know what? You would be great. Because my, my cousin, she grew up with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for, like, the last four or five years of... Um, middle school and high school combined my cousin my mom basically took in my cousin so she was like a sister to me and we're still pretty close and you know we always celebrate holidays together and all that anyways um i had a couple of my buddies that were interested in her and Mm -hmm. they asked me about her and you know i i respected that they at least approached me and inquired about it and didn't do it behind my back. Does that make sense? Right, right. They came to you as a, you know, real friend and real man, in my opinion. Yeah. By at least getting your opinion about how would you feel. Yes. And, and to me, that that's honorable in so many ways because they're taking into account your feelings, but they're being honest about their own. You know, sometimes yes. people and go I thought that was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I knew them both. It was two two friends of mine that kind of, uh, were curious about my cousin and obviously she wasn't my blood sister but I saw her like a sister uh, but I told him look I don't 
I'm cool with it, but you better not be fucking around. Like, if you're really gonna, if you're really yeah. interested in her, then be interested in her. But if you're just trying to play games or you're just trying to get your dick wet, for lack of a better, lack of a better term, then then I, I don't I, I don't want you doing that with my family. Right. Straight up, like that's what I said. Well, now, if you really anybody's it, family, but you know. <laughs> But if you have genuine intentions, then I was like, okay, then, you know, I, you know I'm not going to get in the way of that if you have genuine intentions. But if you're just trying to have fun, then get the fuck out of here with that because I, I, I don't want you doing that to my family because, yeah, um, that'll really you know, get some tension right there that you can. It can. It can create tension. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, my mom's going to be like, yo, why did so and so do this to her? You know, and then I'm the one that's got to be getting, you know, pulled into yeah. these conversations. Right. So, um, that's definitely another one, you know, immediate family, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, also another one that a lot of guys in their circle kind of, you know, keep in the back of their mind is don't cock block and be a wingman. Do you know, do you, do you Mm -hmm. know what that is? (laughs) Well, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Like if we go out at a bar and, you know, we start talking to a group of girls and, you know, one of the girls seems to be more, um, you know, gravitating to to one of the guys. Then mm-hmm. you know, let that play out and see what happens. You know. Okay, but does that count after you know maybe she shoots down the one that she thought she might be interested in, and then sees that you were a better choice? Then can you move forward in that scenario? Because you didn't really have a relationship, you know. You oh yeah, out. that's different because if we're hanging out at a social house and we're having beers and we run into a group of women, it's pretty much you know, hey, you're trying your luck, and that's just gonna kind of work itself out on its own. But you can't call you know dibs on a woman you don't know, like you haven't even like been with her or dated her or anything like that. That's just that kind of stuff okay. just kind of manifests on its own. So yeah, that aspect. The All main thing, love and war, right? And that, right. I mean, that, at that uh-huh. point, you know, you you got to read the tea leaves, right? Like, if you see that, hey, she's into my buddy, then I'm gonna try to, you know, kind of be an assist man and try to, you know, not get in the way of whatever mm-hmm. you know chemistry they might have or whatever interest they might have. Yeah. If anything, I'll be like, oh yeah, you guys should go out, or I'll say, you know, especially yeah, like pump him up example, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like my buddy Dan, right? You you met Dan. Mm-hmm. He he's a personal trainer. He's been on the show. Yeah. So whenever I see that a girl seems to be, you know, maybe curious about him or interested, I'm always like, yeah, he's a personal trainer. You should, you know, talk to him about that or whatever. Like I try to, you know, kind of, you know, be an assist man, be a wingman. That's you know? right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's kind of the mentality, right? But yeah, like there's. Like you can't really call ownership unless there is a caveat to this. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm I'm we're going out as a group, right? And I bring a date, then obviously that goes without saying that okay. you know, you guys don't need to be up on my date like that. Does that make sense? Yes, because in that case, you did know her previously, even if it's a first date. Um I don't give a damn so, what date it is. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, well, if, as long I'm as it's, saying, you know, as yeah. long as it's platonic and innocent, okay, cool. But if I get the sense that you're, you know, taking away too much attention yeah. or you're being a little too yeah, friendly, sure. then yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to be like, yo, you chill out, dog. You need to back back up, man. I'm, 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 I'm on a date here, you know? I'm trying right. to This get isn't to know just her. a casual acquaintance we all met at the same time. That's what I mean. 
Like you didn't just walk into the scene and meet her like they did for the first time. Like you already knew this girl because you brought her, not I just met her out here in public. Right. Yeah, that's a different mm-hmm. dynamic. If we go to, you know, a festival and we run into a group of women, then hey, it's it's you know, fair game. Fair game. Right. Exactly. But if I bring a date around my group of friends, then yeah, but then you know, I've never had any issues. Most of my buddies kind of they understand that, hey, if you bring a date then, you know, obviously that's your date. (laughs) Well, let's take that same scenario, though. Like, for instance, um, and and does this go against the code? You know, we're not talking about dating, but let's say we do meet a group out. You know, my friends and yours go out and and everybody meets up. And, you know, and this is is women for you right here. You know, we start talking about, oh, I like that one in the such and such, you know, because the eyes you know the eyes choose first sometimes right you know and then you decide you're going to switch gears like you know there are some women who will stake claim to somebody and they do expect their girlfriends to fall back if they have if i say to the rest of the group you know or for instance i say to the rest of the group i like this one then my expectation is that everybody else will rearrange and fall back. It's not quite democratic as I think men can be sometimes where it's just like the best game wins, you know? So sometimes that can be a little tricky, even um, as a female, at least in my experience where, you know, you almost do stake a claim on the one that you're interested in. And then everybody else has to, you know, bow down or, back up or whatever so I don't oh, know yeah. is so, it yeah, like I that mean, from in like do y'all have this there's sim- definitely some experience? of that uh, but the, the caveat with that is are you genuinely interested in her or you're just trying to get your rocks off because if you're genuinely interested in her then okay I'm going to take a fall back and I'm going to let you do what you got to do and see if, if there's mm-hmm. anything there if there's any chemistry now if you're just trying to have fun, then, you know, it's a little bit different because then it's like, Hey, like we said, right. It's fair game basically. Okay. Okay. But if there's, but if there's genuine legitimate interest, then, okay. Then at that point you do have to be respectful and mindful of that. And a matter of fact, I have an example. When I was in eighth grade, I got asked out Mm -hmm. to the eighth grade dance by my buddy's crush Oh, this was back in eighth grade at McClintock Middle School. Whoever this girl you are, asked girl, me to go just... to the dance. She asked me to go to the dance with her, and I knew my boy, yeah, was head over heels over her, right? And I did not go. I declined her invitation. Oh, because so I couldn't do that to him. I could not do that to him, even though she wasn't into him like that. Yeah. To me, that would have been um, messed up. Yeah. And I feel that it would have kind of been a bit of a betrayal for me to go out with Mm -hmm. her to the dance, knowing damn well that he had already expressed to our friend circle that he was very much into her. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I kind of had a betrayal of that nature. same thing uh but i was in seventh grade he was in eighth grade and you know we had been talking and everything and um a friend knew that i liked him Mm -hmm. and uh 
I caught him dancing with some girl. He was, you know, not just dancing. He was, you know, then it was some it was some raunchy dancing at the dance going on. Right. I was just devastated. And then, you know, this friend kind of came behind and not too many weeks after our breakup, you know, kind of scooped him up. And I just always felt like, why would you do that? Like, even though we had broken up and you knew that I was through because I caught him with somebody, you know, being extremely inappropriate, in my opinion, even in seventh grade, um, it'd been different. You've been dancing with her and they were like a few feet apart, but it was not like that. Right. And then, you know, my friend came through and just, you know, sc- scoops him up and decides she's going, you know, give it a try with him. And, and, you know, there was really a lot of that in junior high. And so I guess to see that play out as an adult, I really do think what juvenile behavior, like that you're not emotionally intelligent enough to know that somebody could still possibly have feelings unresolved or you know, even feel like I thought we were close. Why would you hurt me this way by engaging with this person? Yeah, and that's why I did Exactly. So I valued my friendship with Sean. That was his name. I'm not going to say his last name, but that Mm -hmm. was was my friend's name. He was also my neighbor. We lived in the same neighborhood. We played basketball together. I knew his mom. Uh, you know, I knew his siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to his house, spent the Real night. Tight. So, mm-hmm. so I knew him very, very well, and I just could not do that to him. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, we were in eighth grade, and it was just a dance. So I'm not saying that she was like trying to be my girlfriend or anything, but I know that would have hurt him. I know yes. that because he was that much into her. Mm-hmm. Like he was really, he really had a crush on her. Um, wow. so I just said, no, nah, I'm sorry. I can't, you know, and I told her, I pretty much told her pretty much like, look, you know, my boy Sean really has a crush on you. And I know that if, if I did that to, to that, if I, if I went with you to that dance and Sean saw that it would really, you know, hurt him and probably hurt our friendship. And I yeah. just can't do that. I'm sorry. Even though, <laughs> even though I was very tempted because the young lady was very attractive and, you know, uh, it would have been yeah. fun, but I was like, I can't do that to Sean. So I, I took Good a hard pass on that. Yeah, well, I mean, when it comes to that stuff, I, I definitely, um, you know, have principles and standards that I like to follow when it comes to that. And, you know, he was a good friend. Now, yeah. if he was a shitty friend, we might be having a different conversation. <laughs> but then again, so I don't I don't like to keep I don't like to keep shitty friends close anyways. But he was a close friend of mine. And like I said, Absolutely. you know, I knew his family. And I just couldn't do that to him, even in eighth grade. Um, right. Another one that's kind of a guy code is if we're if we're if we have guys night and we're out or, you know, if we're out at a party or social mm-hmm. event. You don't throw shade at your buddy. Oh, I used to see that with one of my ex's friends group. And well, you, thought, can, you can you can you mm-hmm. can you know you can joke around and you can kind of bust chops, right? No, but, but like, trying to make a guy look bad in front of women to me, right? That yeah, but like, yeah, but there it, there's mm. a certain line that you don't cross, and you know you have to be mindful of that, and that's where that's remember that's kind of going back to the other bro code where we're talking about hey be a wingman and be an assist man Absolutely. like it kind of it kind of plays into that i think so and to me like 
anytime you got to do character assassination, which is what I consider that to be, to make yourself look good to somebody. Like right. to me, that only lowers who you are in my in my sight as a woman. Like men who do that, um, excuse the expression, but that really is a bitch move to me. I think you don't have um, integrity doing that. And you really are telling me a lot about what you think about loyalty. Because if you would throw your guy friend under the bus that you've known forever, how will you treat me when the opportunity comes to feel like you're getting something better? Hey, you listen, know? you're you're preaching here. That that to me, it's it's the principle of it that hey, you're willing to embarrass him mm-hmm. for your benefit or your gain. So that tells you a lot about that individual's character. So I agree that there's deeper meaning to this than mm-hmm. just on the surface level of hey, you were just cracking jokes and being a wise ass. And you know, don't get me wrong, we'll crack jokes. But yeah, but you can tell the you can tell the difference, like cracking jokes with each other and and again the timing the placement how often that occurs you know that's some some very um underhanded um tight maneuver uh, maneuvering to me and you can tell when there's a lot of envy around somebody who consistently does that in a group you look we're talking about dating but we always talk about relationships as a whole that's a relationship you might need to reevaluate if oh, every time y'all go out, there's somebody in your group who always wants to seem to find the worst about you to say in front of people when y'all are meeting new people, meeting new women or, you know, mates potentially. Because I'm just like, why would you say that? Why would you do that? And that's your friend. If that's really your friend. Oh, yeah. Listen, so, sometimes, you know, it's funny. My mother told me. Uh, she said, I remember my mom telling me a long time ago when I was young, she said, son, don't be out putting your personal business on social media because not everybody's going to be happy with your success. That part. That's right. That's right. And the, more, the more people, the more people see that you have, the more they want to take away from you. Right. And sometimes you just need to move in silence. And if you're really interested in somebody really, um, being out with the group, I mean, you can meet people how you meet people, but to be out in a group trying to date consistently is probably not the best way to, not the best way to do it. Like having your friend um, send a, you know, send a message or talking to somebody like who's really doing that. It's like women don't do, we do not want to date the man who is having his friend send a message to us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you're not that. ready. No. For one. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. I don't, think, I don't think that's a good fit. Um, no. But yeah, like, you know, being mindful of that. I mean, it's okay, right, to tease and joke around, but just don't make it personal and don't attack a person, especially when, you know, you're meeting somebody new because let's, let's not kid ourselves. First impressions are everlasting. And when a person who barely knows you hears those kind of things, that can, mm-hmm. that can take them back. They can be like, ooh, I don't know if I want right. to talk to this guy or I don't know if I want to even give – this got my number, you know, like it can, it can really have an impact. Um, Absolutely. So, so well, that's definitely listeners, a cool. Um, Jorge, I don't mean to cut you off. I just know we're um, moving forward here, but Heidi Jones says something, because I really want to ask you about this. Heidi Jones said, is this where your friends lie for you? I don't have the memory for that. I can't successfully lie on my own behalf. You responded, Heidi Jones, more so the unspoken norms or golden rules between close friends. And, um, I replied, 
Heidi Jones, those are legitimate boundaries, though. So in the bro code, girl code, would you lie for a friend if you knew he was out doing dirt on his girlfriend or wife Ugh. or mate? Oh, man. Like, is that um, a part of the code? It is. I'm not going to lie to you. It's definitely a part of the code. The one exception is this. And mm-hmm. I... Uh, so I, one of the sources that I used was Steve Harvey and mm-hmm. he would, uh, Steve Harvey on YouTube and, and they had like a little clip talking about breaking the bro code. And I, I agree with him. And he literally said, it's okay to break the bro code as last resort. And as long as it doesn't bring dirt to my home or to my family, does that make sense? Okay, like in what case then? So how are you? So for example, right, if a buddy told me, right, if a Mm -hmm. buddy was trying to get me to lie, but now I got a lot of my wife as well. If I if I was married, right, then at that point, like, okay, you you're too you're too deep into this. Gotcha. (laughs) This is too much. Your wife, but I'm not lying to mine. Right, yeah, because now you bring you bringing your drama, or like, or not. It doesn't even have to be like Mm -hmm. a dating. It could be like, hey, maybe he did something illegal. Okay. And he's mm-hmm. telling me, hey, man, I need you as an alibi. No, because you about to affect me, my bottom line, and my family. So okay, I, gotcha. I can't, I can't uh-huh. do that, you know? Like, what if he was, like, you know, on some stalker shit, and now he's trying to use me as an alibi, yeah. and that alibi could blow up and then come and, you know, affect right, me and my you. family. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. So, okay. Um, some listen. Part of bro code is sometimes you got to check them too. You got to call their bullshit out. And be like, hey man, you're in the wrong here. You should mm-hmm. like I've had to. I've done that before with friends where I'm like, hey, you're not driving, dog. You're fucked up. You can either Uber or you can stay at my house or I'll drive or you can mm-hmm. ride with me. But you're not driving because you're too fucked up to drive. Gotcha. And then gotcha. and then you're gonna put me Very in a situation where I have to, to have a conversation with your family. And I don't want that. So it's just easier for you to not drive drunk or just to crash on my couch and we live to see another day. So sometimes you've got to okay. check your homeboy and be like, hey, man. That's fair. So basically, fair. To, to simplify it, right, mm-hmm. as long as it's not going to affect myself personally and my family, then I'll consider it depending on the circumstances, if that okay. makes sense. All right. Sounds like a winner. Uh, Margot Payne says, I actually can't stand bro code because if I dated a dude for, let's say, two or three months, but it wasn't super serious, we were just we just realized we weren't right for each other. There should be no reason why I couldn't date a friend who was better suited for me. I rarely have had breakups because I don't perpetuate things that aren't going to work out. Um, you know, my response back was, uh, Margot Payne, I have had mixed feelings around dating friends. If I was aware of it, I wouldn't, but if I didn't know, that's a conversation you and your bro should have had. Uh, your response, of course, it can definitely get tricky, but as they say, the truth always comes to light. And again, I think those critical conversations, like really being able to communicate freely with your friends, like your friends should know the, the good, bad, and ugly as well as your, you know, you know, shining star qualities um, to really, I think, be in a friendship that's meaningful. And so sometimes like having those conversations around how you really feel about, you know, maybe we didn't date and, and move forward seriously. But if you dated for two or three months, but you did have feelings and the breakup might have been mutual, but you still had some lingering feelings like I think that needs to be out there. 
so that your friends don't assume that you didn't like the person didn't mean anything to you. Um, you know, even with, with females, uh, female friends or whatever, I feel like you can't expect your friends to read your mind all the time. Cause right. if you acted like, you know, you were nonchalant about this relationship, you really didn't care or you said you didn't care. You know, you can't just assume, you know, friends are like, Oh, I wouldn't date them anyway. Well, what if they had had feelings for them and stepped back and then right. you tried it, but didn't, it didn't go anywhere. Like, honestly, that's one of those times where I feel like as, as we mature, you know, we're all trying to find the right person and blocking your friends from dating somebody that they could actually find happiness with if it's really serious and you weren't at all serious about the person. I think that's a place with some wiggle room. Just, Ooh, just, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Listen, I've, I've had situations like that. I remember vividly, actually, we were in South End with a group of friends. He was he was with another woman on a mm. date right and you know he brought her around our group and we were all in south and partying and we ran into another girl and her friend and he um how can i say this flirted with her for a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> and she started talking to me because obviously she realized she couldn't talk to him because he already had a date so he was mm-hmm. already kind of spoken for at least for that night mm-hmm. so it made me wonder, okay, is she talking to me because she's trying to make him feel some kind of way or is this like genuine? So while me and her were communicating and, you know, conversing, um, I texted him and I said, Hey, is it cool if it, you know, is it cool if I, you know, get her number? Are you okay with that? Cause I know that they had spent some time together, but they mm-hmm. weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I know they went out a few times though, and I know some stuff went down. Let's just say that. Um, but I all, but even then, I still was respectful enough to text and ask, "Hey, is it cool if I ask the number if it presents itself?" Because even then, at that point, I did not know if she was going to give me the number, and she did. Um, so she gave it to me, and then, uh, but you know, but I didn't ask for it until he told me that it was cool, and obviously mm-hmm. he was with another woman anyway, so. It was, you know, more of a formality because whatever they had was all over and done with. And it was kind of like a flame kind of thing. It wasn't anything serious. They weren't, you Mm -hmm. know, ex-boyfriend and girlfriend or ex-wife or whatever, fiance or any of that stuff. It was very light and casual, if you catch my drift. Well, even with light and casual, though, do you feel like there are some people that are off limits? Um, I, I mean, I think it's to me. It was just to, physical, with, you know. To me, to me, and with buddies, the best practice for for guys that I'm close with, right? Guys that I consider mm-hmm. my friends, mm-hmm. the best practice that I that I like to you know try to set is to just just check in and be like, hey, is it cool, right? Mm-hmm. Because it because then if you're doing it behind somebody's back, it can look like you're being deceiving or you're deceitful mm-hmm. or that you're trying to pull a fast one. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. But if absolutely. you put it on the table, at least you get to hear their side and they'll tell you, Oh yeah, we just went on a couple of dates. Nothing happened. All good. Go for it or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, it sounds like to wrap it up and put a bow on it. Good communication is still at the bottom of, you know, good relationships, whether it's dating exes, you know, not dating exes, uh friendships 
like if you don't open your mouth and really have a genuine conversation, then you don't know what the boundaries are in any relationship or how far you can go. Uh, what what is the line where people feel or betrayed? Um, we got to have these conversations. And sometimes I feel like too often, even in friendships, things happen and fall apart. And then we figure out that's where the boundary was, as opposed to, hey, before I do this, I want to talk to you and see how we stand on this issue. Absolutely. Um, proactive is just so much easier. It is. And, you know, it's just good just to kind of get a feel, kind of get a gauge. Um, so I want to wrap this up with this last point, because I think mm-hmm. this one is very important. And I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been I know this is a bro code where if you see or if you suspect that your buddy's wife or girlfriend or significant other is behaving inappropriately or might be cheating, that is absolutely bro code action that must take place. Yeah, but who are you going to tell? Him or are you going to talk to her? No, you got to talk to him. You got to let that because, listen, they might have an open relationship for all I know. So mm-hmm. you can't. You can't assume nowadays in 2023, you can't assume you can't assume because he might be like, yeah, she's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. This is what I'm going to ask before I answer this question. What do you see? Like physicality? What are you looking at? Just somebody at dinner? Because that could that could be innocent. Uh, Listen, I'm going to give you an example that I actually had to deal with over Christmas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Over the holidays. Mm -hmm. So. I obviously I'm single and I was on Bumble, you know, playing around, playing with the matches or whatever. And as I was going through the matches, I saw one of my bros, buddies, wives on Bumble. And then so then, okay, I was like, you know what? I haven't now I'm not friends with him, but obviously I know that this is a close friend of my buddy, right? Uh-huh. So I reached out to him and I said, Hey man, are so and so are they still together and married? And he's like, Yeah, as far as I know. And I said, Oh man, well, uh, I just saw her on Bumble. <laughs> wow. And I said, You might want to check in on him to see if he's okay or see if things are going all right. Because, um, you know, they're married and she was on Bumble and she clearly had a profile and she was definitely looking, you know, to date. Uh, was, she from using, the, from the, was she using her name or did she have an alias? I'm just curious. You know what? <laughs> that I don't remember because I don't know them well. I know my buddy well, but right. I did not I know wondered. them well. But. Even even with that, I felt compelled to talk to my boy so that way he can talk to his dear friend. Wow. Like he was like he was like a best man at his wedding. So like they're very close. You understand? Wow. And then he told me, "Hey, you know what? I appreciate you telling me." And I and he he even asked me, "Though, did you do a screenshot?" I was like, "You know what? I didn't. Um, I didn't. You know, I, I just kind of froze. I didn't know what to really make of it." But then the more I started thinking about it, the more I was like, you know what? I probably need to talk to him about it so that he can reach out to him to kind of see mm-hmm. what's going on. Because maybe, like I said, right, maybe they have an open relationship or maybe they were looking for a lady friend. Who knows? Right. 
Yeah. Um, but anyways, I put it on wow. So then he took it upon himself to get on Bumble, mm-hmm. my buddy, and sure enough, he found her. Wow. And from that point on, I never brought it up, so I don't know what happened, but I can't imagine that anything good came from that. But that is absolutely a bro code. But the thing is, mm-hmm. when you make that kind of leap and accusation, you better be 100% have some proof. sure. And yeah, you better sure. have some proof. Because if you make that kind of bold claim with nothing of substance, man, you could be you could be starting World War Three. Yeah, and I would hate to be responsible. Honestly, um, if it was a really close friend, um, I still would have to think long and hard and pray about that thing because, again, like you say, um, people have their their issues. Um, You know, sometimes people are given hall passes. Sometimes people are out getting revenge. You know, you just never know the whole story. And Again, safety, because now people snap and I just don't want to be responsible for getting somebody hurt or worse, you know, because whoever they were with, um, you know, you go back and say something and your friend snaps on their person or whatever. You know what I mean? I just to me, that's a real hard question right there. Like maybe I would do a soft check in on them to see. Like you guys, all right? Everything okay? <laughs> you know, you sure? <laughs> like it's dicey. That's why. I listen, and here's the yeah. thing. The funny Nelson, at the end of the day, what happens is they'll be back, and then you end up being the bad guy. So you, you see what I'm saying? With that stuff, <laughs> they I saw it on you because you said something about the situation, and now they're still together because she took him back, or he took her back, or whatever. So that's why I'm just a little hesitant because. You know, people are going to do what they want to do. And is it really my job to make you find out about something of that nature? But here's the thing. Now, I don't want my boy to be like, hey, did you see her on here? And then I got to be like, yeah. And then he's going to be like, well, why the hell didn't you say anything? You know, like, like you know, I'm sure. Listen, I'm listen. Women will rat a dude out in a New York minute. I've seen women on Facebook posting screenshots and be like somebody come get you know this this guy yeah. this married guy so listen women do that all the time guys do it we're just more low-key about it and more like hey I, yeah. I, this is what i saw but don't bring me into this shit you well i'm gonna me? be like you ask me and i'm like you know scammers out here taking people's pictures all the time <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a scam what am i bring trouble to your door and we know it's some people that take people's you know, take over people's accounts. Yeah, and like we yeah. said, right nowadays, yeah, with you know, much out here. with ethical non-monogamy, you you just don't, you know, don't know, so you don't want to jump conclusions. So that's why I was like, hey, I just said you might want to check in on them, and obviously, I put it on him because I, yeah. I once I I made one comment about it, and that was it, and I left it at that, and I kept moving with my life because I don't got time for that. Because that that's part, that, I can't help you if your man is running some non-ethical non-monogamy. <laughs> Hey, you know, and, and it's it's possible that that could have been the case. So who knows? But um, yeah. I definitely wanted to get that in. But this was a great conversation. Absolutely. Um, As usual. Yeah, um, and so. it's something that, you know, I think exists, even though it's not like written, but it's definitely something that group of friends do. Because I, I, I do recall that 
me and groups of friends have had some of these discussions on these right. things. Well, and I think that's what's important. I just think don't assume that people know the rules of the relationship, whether it's friendship, you know, dating, marriage, whatever. I think you just really need to make sure the air is clear and everybody's on the same page because, you know, I might not have come from a family where, you know, that's what we that's how we operate. You know, there's some people that they'll date other family members' exes and think it's all right. You know, nobody were, does were they from West Virginia? <laughs> I didn't say you date each other's relatives, but you know what I'm saying? That's another can of worms. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show for another time. <laughs> Look, I dated my cousin and it didn't oh, work out. Oh, hell no. We ain't going down that path. <laughs> hell to the no. <laughs> anyway, we've always had a good, a good discussion, a good time as usual, Poppy. So uh, if you like the show, please make sure you go to YouTube uh, follow our podcast there, subscribe, like, comment, um, and definitely send us an email at Jorge and Nelsa at gmail.com for more show ideas that you're interested in, uh, issues maybe you're having in a relationship you want us to bring an expert in on. We would love to hear what you have to say. And until next time, Poppy. But, buenas noches, people. And thank you for your support. Please subscribe, follow us on the YouTube channel, comment. Give us likes and thank you. Thanks for joining us today on the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.